Hello, I'm Art Fuller, Ph.D., and welcome to another episode of The 5-Minute Expert, where today we're talking about the humble tire. I say humble because tires aren't even their own thing. They go over a wheel. To fully appreciate the history of tires, you have to first look at the evolution of the wheel itself. Maybe man's greatest invention, the wheel was first recorded back in 3500 BC in the Neolithic era, just before the Bronze Age. Beginning with agriculture, wheels were soon used in everything from chariots to toys. Can you imagine life before wheels? It would be pretty flat, to say the least. But why the tire? Would it surprise you to know the pneumatic tire we know and love today came about because a dad wanted to help out his little boy? But before we get overinflated, let's let the air out for just a second with this week's sponsor, Round and Round. Round and Round is the fast-acting medication for people suffering from headaches due to hangovers. Got head pain from a recent bender? Many people do. Round and Round is fast relief for a variety of pains associated with getting hammered or plastered. A quick working combo of aspirin, caffeine, and nicotine, Round and Round will help your befuddled brain get back to normal in no time. So the next time you get loaded, get Round and Round. It'll stop life's little merry-go-round long enough for you to get off. Well, one of the major issues of wheels was and is wear and tear. While the constant rotation around a central axle is excellent for carrying heavy things or moving quickly, it means that the wheel slowly wears away over time. Wheels of yesteryear wouldn't wear away evenly either. A chip, a rock, or a simple uneven wear would make the wheel no longer round forcing the expensive task of replacing something that wasn't quite broken. What was needed was an expendable layer that would absorb damage, wear away, and then could be easily replaced at a much more affordable cost than a brand new wheel. Enter the tire. The earliest types of tires were leather bands wrapped around a wooden wheel. The leather was quickly replaced with metal bands, which lasted a lot longer. The emergence of trains and railway networks introduced steel tires to metal train wheels. The bands were heated by a wheelwright who would heat the tire, place it over the wheel, and then cool it with water. This would make the metal contract and fit tightly around the wheel. If you're thinking metal tires sound uncomfortable, you'd be right. Metal tires were used on the Conestoga wagons that were used to tame the West, because they were long-lasting and cheap, but very uncomfortable and not particularly reliable. One kink and the whole tire would have to be taken off. That is until vulcanization. Discovered by Charles Goodyear, vulcanization is when rubber is heated with sulfur. This process turns rubber from a sticky, soft substance into a firm, pliable material perfect for tires. Once vulcanization became more refined, rubber became the new material of choice for tires. They were strong, could take reasonable amounts of damage, and had good shock absorption. However, because they were made from solid rubber, these tires were heavy and still gave an uncomfortable ride. These solid rubber tires were strong, absorbed shocks, and resisted cuts and abrasions. 
and they were a vast improvement over the metal tires and wheels that were being used in the mid-1900s. Today, there are steel tires made of solid rubber, preferred mostly in non-automotive applications such as casters, carts, wheelchairs, lawnmowers, and wheelbarrows. But back in 1847, Robert W. Thompson, a Scottish engineer, created and patented the first airfield tire. He didn't put it into production, and the idea stalled. Fast forward another 40 years to 1888 in Belfast, Ireland. Scottish-born John Boyd Dunlop was a wealthy man who owned several successful veterinary practices. But rich though he be, Dunlop had a problem. His 10-year-old son Johnny complained of headaches after riding his tricycle with solid rubber tires on the rough pavement. Now think three large tires here, not a tyke's trike. The boy's doctor had prescribed cycling as an exercise for the boy, and soon Dunlop got busy and created and patented the first successful pneumatic tire. Pneumatic tires are wheels with a metal hub that have a rubber tire mounted to them. Instead of being solid, the tire is filled with air or foam to the desired pressure level to achieve the appropriate load and cushioning characteristics. The product proved so successful that a year after it was introduced, it won bicycle races in Ireland and England. Over the next few years, Dunlop worked hard to develop tires for all sorts of vehicles, from bicycles to cars to trucks. And between 1890 to 1920, the rubber pneumatic tire underwent a wide range of developments, both by Dunlop and other people such as Thomas Hancock. Synthetic rubbers were invented in the laboratories of Bayer in the 1920s. And rubber shortages in the United Kingdom during World War II forced research on alternatives to rubber tires, with proposals including leather, compressed asbestos, rayon, felt, and even paper. And then in 1946, Michelin developed the radial tire method of construction. Because of its superiority in handling and fuel economy, use of this technology quickly spread throughout Europe and Asia. But in the U.S., the outdated bias ply tire construction persisted. That is, until the Ford Motor Company adopted radial tires in the early 1970s. Now, if you're a thinking person, and I believe you are because you listen to this podcast, you may be asking yourself right now, what's the best type of tire for me to use on my vehicle? That is a great question, which we'll answer in next week's podcast. So stay tuned for Don't Tread on Me, Part 2. Larry, what do you have from the peanut gallery today? Joe Firestone from Akron, Ohio. That name sounds familiar. Where have I heard Akron before? Anyway, Joe Firestone emailed us to complain about the crazy price of new tires. Joe writes, quote, New tires are just too expensive nowadays. I know inflation is a problem, but hey, my paycheck's been flat for a long time. Prices are going up so fast, I feel like I'm under a lot of pressure. I recently took my car in for service at Walmart. The tire man told me to remember to rotate your tires. I asked him, don't they rotate themselves when I drive? All this got me to thinking back to my childhood when Dad used to put us in old tires 
and roll us down the hill in the backyard. Those were the good years. Well, Joe, I hate to let the air out of your monologue, but we have to retire it right there. I will, however, pass on one tidbit of celebrity gossip. I understand Tiger Woods' recent car accident was caused by a tire problem. He had a hole in one. Now, Larry, you have to admit that was funny. I don't care who you are. Anyway, folks, tell one person about the podcast today. You'll be glad you did. <laughs>